Hey, we're all looking to save, especially on medical bills, but where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings, well, it can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and they flag errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, saving starts with knowing where to look. Go to their website. It's HealthLock.com today before you see any other healthcare provider. Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, of now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. Now, as you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Now, you can get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, make the switch today. Save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, what if your home's title, which is the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Well, that's called home title theft, and criminals all over the world can find your home's title online, and then they'll forge your signature, they'll take out loans against your home, or even worse, sell your home. Now, how do you know some criminal's not taking over the title to your home? You can find out with sign up at HomeTitleLock.com and use the promo code Sean, S-E-A-N. America trapped behind enemy lines. Day number 284. In day 297, Joey promised that he would never abandon Americans behind enemy lines. Anyway, uh, glad you're with us. Toll free our number is 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the uh, program. So um, we have this shooting. I just want to stop before we get into any discussion of, of all the politics that people race to in moments like this. It's repulsive. It's disgusting, but yet so predictable, uh, starting with the president himself last night. And and politicizing without even having the facts. I don't even think every name was known at the time. I mean, uh, the president had already spoken and we didn't know when I went on the air at nine Eastern last night that it was 19 people, not 18 people shot and killed and two teachers shot and killed. We didn't know that. But yet before we even have a body count, you have the, the rush, the race to politicize any incident whatsoever at all. And it's amazing how selective people are and, and, and what outrages them. Look, when you're talking about children, you're talking about the most innocent in society. And I'm going to sum it up very, very quickly what the answer is before we get into any discussion of it. And the answer is that the same protections, the same security that our elected officials get, and they deserve it, and I want them to have it. And I don't care whether they have a D or an R in front of their name. I don't care. We've got to protect them. Uh, and the same protections that, that Hollywood stars have because they can afford security. And the same protections our, our, our best athletes have available to them. We ought to be providing it for our children. You're going to spend $40 billion and send it to Ukraine. Take a few billion of that and send it to our school districts and make sure that every school in America has the safety measures in place to prevent any other tragedy from ever happening again. Now, I know other people want to bring up the, the politics of this, and they want to go straight to a gun debate again uh, that we've had ad nauseum. 
But why don't we, in the meantime, while we're debating those issues, protect these kids? And I want to say something else. And and later on in the program today, um, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure most of you do remember uh, the case of, of Meadow uh, Pollock. Uh, her her father, Andy, um, has become a friend of this program. And and he's so active and so involved in the issue of protecting our kids. In other ways, one word, one way entry metal detectors in schools let's start with that and if you're visiting you have to go through a metal detector i go through metal detectors all the time i don't care if i go through a metal detector be it at the airport or an arena or wherever i happen to be going i don't care take the time makes me know i'm safe you go into the white house you go through that you go through the go to the capitol you go through a metal detector it's so it's something we've all gotten used to and it's smart and it makes everybody safe and secure um to the parents, to the families, I cannot imagine. I try to put myself in your position. I have two children. I love my children. Everybody can understand this that has children, I think, to a certain extent. I can, but, but we really can imagine the pain that all of you are going through and the, the shock that you're now and the, and the horror that you're, you're living through as you now prepare you know, for a funeral for your loved child. We're talking about second, third, fourth graders here. And I I don't want to start any discussion on this without sending out all of our love, all of our prayers. May God grant you the peace that it seems so impossible for any parent to ever have in a moment like this. Um, because there's I don't think there's anything harder than losing a child. I know people that have lost children. I've not met one that has ever gone back to being the same person. It is, it's, it's that much of a trauma, tragedy, whatever you want to call it. Met so many Gold Star families. They, the parents are never the same. They're never the same. That's why, you know what? I'm sick and tired of, you know, starting wars. You're all gung-ho. Then, of course, uh, you don't fight the war to win the war because you're timid and tepid in, in how you fight the war. And and then all of a sudden you politicize the war and then everybody says after how many thousands of, of our national treasure, our kids die. Never mind. I mean, it's insanity to me. That's why we count down. We're not going to forget the Americans abandoned in Afghanistan. Um, Before we get to Biden, which we will. I mean, we're, get, we're getting details about the school shooter, you know, horrible family life. Uh, drug abusing mother, according to one rep uh, reports on the blaze and elsewhere, um, apparently a, a kid that was bullied repeatedly, uh, a kid that apparently was into a lot of mischief and, and shooting random people with BB guns, egging people's cars. You know, just, just that doesn't sound like that doesn't make one a, a, a killer. But maybe there were so there were signs certainly on social media that were ignored. I think we got to do a better job monitoring such. Uh, apparently bullied on a on a pretty high level and had a very aggressive streak, et cetera, et cetera. Um, why people don't have a heart, a conscience, and a soul? If you have a heart, you can't kill an innocent child. If you have a, a, a soul or a conscience, you just can't do it. It's something that is impossible. And, and something is so wrong in these people, I, I can't explain it except that I know that there's good and I know that there's evil in this world. Um, you know, and, and then you know, beyond Biden and his instant politicizing of this, you know, th th then there's Beto Bozo O'Rourke. 
you have the governor of Texas, you have uh, the attorney general of Texas, they're holding a very difficult press conference, giving out details to the public. This happened like an hour ago uh, about what had happened. And they're on stage during a press conference. And in runs Beto Bozo, interrupts the press conference, confronting the governor about gun laws in the state um, and acting like a complete, total, raving lunatic. And anyway, he, he breaks into the press conference, sneaks in there this afternoon, raving and ranting like an unhinged lunatic <clears throat> at Governor Abbott as he was trying to speak. Uh, the time to stop the next shooting is now, and you're doing nothing, he yelled. And when O'Rourke began the outbreak, uh, uh, outburst, Senator, Senator Ted Cruz told him to sit down while another person involved with the presser, you know, called him a sick SOB, son of a bitch. In other words, Joe's favorite words for, for people that work for Fox and the lieutenant governor, Dan Patrick, said, this is, you're out of line. This is an embarrassment. Uh, really, Beto Bozo? You've you got to politicize this? These parents now probably absorb, not even in the process of being capable of planning a funeral. Never mind what they're, they're going to have to go through. Anyway, we have it on tape. Listen. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Sit down. You're out of you're out of line and an embarrassment. Sit down. No. You can get his ass out of here. This isn't the place to talk to the show. This is totally predictable. Sir, you're out of line. Sir, you're out of line. I'm sure you are out of line. Please leave this auditorium. I can't believe you're a sick son of a bitch that would come to a deal like this to make a political issue. It's all like you. Why don't you get out of here? I mean, it's it's beyond any comprehension. Now, by the way, the same guy, remember when he's running for president? Hell yeah, I'm coming for your AK-47s. Now he's running again this year. I guess, what is he running for, governor? He's running this year. He's not going to win in Texas, especially after this this stunt that he pulled today, which was despicable. Um, but you, you got a guy that had an election year conversion. All of a sudden now... Um, he wants to control the borders, something he had never mentioned before. And then he had another election year conversion because he had, he had bragged loudly, hell yeah, I'm coming for your guns. And now all of a sudden he's pro-Second Amendment. Listen. Americans will who own AR-15s, AK-47s will have to sell them to the government. I fully expect our fellow Americans to turn in their AR-15s and their AK-47s. Are you in fact in favor of gun confiscation. Yes. Hell yes, we're gonna take your AR-15, your AK-47. I'm not interested in taking anything from anyone. What I wanna make sure that we do is defend the Second Amendment. Oh, the last part was because he's running for governor of Texas. So he's a total, complete fraud on every level. I We gotta give a shout out, the Border Patrol agent, um, apparently they have an elite force. They happen to be the closest as this situation was unfolding yesterday is responsible for taking down this gunman, an anonymous law enforcement official telling the AP that the agent rushed into Robb elementary school without waiting for backup. And the border patrol agent found him, shot him, killed the gunman hiding behind a barricade. And the as yet unidentified agent was also wounded, but able to walk out of the school 
and Border Patrol forces, uh, I'm sorry, for sources telling Fox News and uh, our reporter Bill Malusian that the agent believed to have shot and killed the gunman was part of an elite tactical unit that entered the school uh, with a team while the Texas law enforcement officials, when they got there, also engaged the shooter. They kind of surrounded him and went in on both sides. These are not people that normally work together, but he went in with with his technical group of other agents and they did it on a moment's notice. And you got to give props to them. God only knows how many lives were saved as a result of this. Um. You know, it's um, when you get into all of this, there is all of the predictable statements that are made that are made. When in God's name will we stand up to the gun lobby? When Joe Biden made those remarks, we didn't even have a final death count. Think about that. You know, he, he learned about it, I guess, on Air Force One returning from his trip from Asia. Uh, you know, where in God's name is our backbone? Biden tears into the gun lobby and gun makers and vows to stand up to the gun lobby, mourning the children as if they're in a battlefield. Uh, How how many scores of little children uh, who we witnessed what happened to see their friends die as if they were in a battlefield? And he goes, I'm sick and tired of this. We have to act. And don't tell me we can't have an impact on this carnage. Joe Biden is really, really animated. I ask the nation to pray for them and give the parents and siblings the strength in the darkness, he goes on. Uh, We have to have the courage to stand up to gun manufacturers. And then it goes on and on. Now, since 2009, on my television program, I have been scrolling names of people that you never heard of. And I've scrolled them on purpose. This was Barack Obama's president. He's vice president. And I, I've done this now ever since 2009 on television, scrolling the names of people, names you've never heard of, people shot, shot and killed, and you never hear their names, and not once, I think maybe two times in their presidency and vice presidency did Biden and Obama mention the every weekend violence in Chicago. Why, why didn't they mention that? Big blue state, big blue city, regular violence. They never lifted a finger. They never said a word. Remember when Lawrence Jones, LJ, goes and he, we covered the case of a little girl on the 4th of July weekend shot and killed in the front yard of her grandma's home. I remember that vividly. And Joe, where was Joe? You see what the problem here is? There is an answer. They don't want the answer. If they really cared, why didn't they lift a finger for all the years they were in office to help Chicago? Which makes my point. If they can't score cheap political points, you're not going to hear a word out of these people. That shows what this is all political. Everything's political. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. 
have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. By the way, just to uh, emphasize what I mean, so from 2009... Throughout the Obama-Biden presidency, vice presidency, they didn't lift a finger to help Chicago. Have, what, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, depending on the week people shot. Uh, they barely mentioned it. Why is that? You know, if you look on on the website, the Brady, there's a one for James Brady. He was in the shooting. He was paralyzed in the shooting of and the assassination attempt of Ronald Reagan. Um, they are one of America's most prominent, quote, gun control groups. They don't agree with me. I'm a Second Amendment believer. But anyway, they pointed out that 992 children overall were murdered by guns last year. 992. Okay, so the question is, how when you go back the previous five years, starting in, say, 2018, uh, we found 39 kids killed in school shootings, 79 injured. Uh, one of the worst years this year will likely break that record. You look at 2019, you had eight kids killed, 32 injured. You look at 2020, you had three kids killed, nine injured. And and you have in 2021, 15 children dead and and 53 injured. Now, we believe every life matters on this program. We can protect these kids in school. We, we just need to put the security measures and armed guards, maybe retired police, retired military, trained, armed in the schools one way in one way out metal detectors will solve it but the only point is why is the silence from these these people on the left so deafening when you have 995 kids killed in the course of what 992 kids you know killed last year and in the last five years in school shootings 107 
Why do we? Why do they select only those that they use for political reasons? Exposing government waste and abuse of your liberties every day. Sean Hannity is on right now. All right, 25 now till the top of the hour. I forgot to mention this. Let's go back and play uh, Beto Bozo, you know, rushing into this press conference with, with Governor Abbott, the lieutenant governor, Senator Ted Cruz was there, and, and making a total fool out of himself. Uh, listen. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Sit down. You're out of you're out of line and an embarrassment. Sit down. No. You need to get his ass out of here. This isn't the place to talk to the show. This is totally predictable Sir, you're out of line. Sir, you're out of line. I'm sure you are out of line. Please leave this auditorium. I can't believe you're a sick son of a bitch that would come to a deal like this to make a political issue. It's all like you. Why don't you get out of here? So Beto Bozo leaves. And these were the next words spoken from the podium. There are family members here. There are family members who are crying as we speak. There are family members who, whose hearts are broken. They were in the room. There's no words that anybody shouting can come up here and do anything to heal those broken hearts. We all, you know, every Texan, every American has a responsibility. We need to focus not on ourselves, not on a political agenda. We need to focus on healing and hope and, that we can provide to those that have suffered unconscionable damage to their lives and the loss of life. We all need, uh, we need all Texans uh, to, in this moment, put aside personal agendas and think about other people, somebody other than ourselves, think about people who are hurt and help those people that have been hurt. And at, then at that point, they handed it to the lieutenant governor. I mean, this, this, this is just what? This is the state of politics today? But when you look at the numbers, why didn't Obama lift a finger to help his own hometown of Chicago and the weekly violence there? Why didn't Joe Biden have anything to say about it? Why didn't they why don't they talk about the violence in other big cities that occur? You know, because what it, it's 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 an election year and Joe oh a new poll came out today. He had an approval rating earlier in the week, 32 percent Quinnipiac. Latest Reuters poll has him at 36 percent. You got a president with horrific approval ratings. And so what? They're going to run on what, the borders? No. The economy, 40-year inflation? I No. The coming recession, stagflation, the declining housing market and everything? No, they're not going to run on that either. The high price of energy, you know, a two weeks in a row, one record high after another for the price of a gallon of gasoline? In an unrelated case, remember Sunday there was this unprovoked subway murder. Uh, turns out the guy had 19 prior arrests. 19. Why wasn't he in jail? No bail, defund, dismantle. 
How's all of that working out? It's not working out well. You know, when Greg uh, Abbott, the governor of Texas, identified the shooter, this guy Ramos, has, and how he entered the school grounds, we can protect every single child in every single school. I'll say it again. I've said it before. It's time now that we offer our children the same exact security that those elected politicians in Washington have. And by the way, I do not begrudge them of it. And we pay for it. I don't begrudge Hollywood stars protection. I don't begrudge athletes protection. But let's not begrudge our own children of the protection that is easily something very easily that could be done if they care so much about the children as they claim to. You know, I know, and, and you know, this this fallacy, I know that it's it's just a cheap talking point that they raced to, you know, and the president did it before we even had the final body count yesterday. It, it's, it's pretty unbelievable to me. You know, he's just racing out there to politicize this. Um, well, why did, if he went after Chicago, if, imagine for a second if Biden and Obama, since we've been scrolling the names of unknown people, most people have never heard these names, and, and scrolling their names, People shot, shot and killed. People shot, shot and killed. We, we scroll the names of police officers whose names the public never hears about that are killed in the line of duty every year. You know, the same people that sat silently during 574 riots in the summer of 2020 where dozens of Americans died, thousands of cops were injured and billions in property damage, and they just lied to us and called it mostly peaceful and got lectured by the likes of Kamala Harris. They're not going to stop. They shouldn't stop. We're not going to stop, and and this is going to continue, and then promoting bail funds uh, for people involved in the rioting. This is madness. And then, of course, applauding defunding of the police efforts like Kamala Harris did when the LAPD cut back funding, or in New York, a billion dollars in, in defunding. You know, we have 19 dead children here, two dead teachers here. Why don't we protect them? Why don't we at least try it? Let's Let's try it. Why don't we protect them? You know, I know I know churches now, they're targets. I know plenty of pastors. You have no idea the amount of security they have in place because they know that they're targets. There are places I don't go because I'm a target. You know, I know that's hard to believe. It, you know, I, the very sight of me triggers, you know, these these idiots on the left sometimes. It's crazy some of the stories I could tell you. I don't usually bring them up because I don't think you want to hear about them, number one. And number two, you know, I'm a public figure. I guess that makes me, you know, a target for some people. They can say and do whatever, say whatever they want to me. They can't do anything they want to me. I will defend myself. You know, and I ask those people that that always race to the, the, the intellectually lazy argument about guns, guns, guns. I ask you this. And... And sincerely, I'm asking you this. What's going to happen, God forbid, one day you're at home. It's, it's in the middle of the night, maybe midnight in your house. And some people break into your house to bring you and your family harm. And you don't believe in the Second Amendment. You don't have a firearm in your house. I ask you, what are you going to do? And if you don't have a good answer to that question, and, or if your answer is, I'm going to call the police Let's say your police department has a phenomenal response time. Let's say that there's a cop three blocks away, and he's going to be there shortly. 
I can promise you the likelihood that it's all done and over with is way higher than the cops being able to get there and stop and protect you. So you've got to be able to protect yourself. And nobody wants to talk about that. Um, I, you know, you, there's all politics surrounding all of this. They, they can't run on any one success. We've gone over this in great detail. You know, look at the Gallup poll out today. A staggering 83% of you, the American people, think the U.S. has gone off the rails big time amid record high inflation, now shortages of baby formula, record high, sky high gas prices, one record after another. You know, now mass shootings, the disaster in the Islamic Emirates of Afghanistan, now war in Europe, and, and Joe, well, we're going to give them some weapons. Uh, most of it a little late. They should have, Europe, frankly, Europe should have led the way. This is their backyard. And they should have armed Zelensky with the weaponry to take down Russia and Russians' forces quickly. They, they did phenomenally well with the limited weaponry that they had. And yet... You know, I, I don't know, no idea why Kissinger is saying that they got to give some of their territory to Russia. I'm like, no, they don't. I wouldn't give them an inch. Uh, would you give an inch of the United States if somebody said uh, they're going to declare war on you? I wouldn't. Anyway, 83% of Americans think this country is off the rails. Only 16% survey said they're satisfied with the way things are going in the country at this time. How could you be happy with anything? And that's why now... Joe Biden is hitting, hitting one record low approval rating after another. You know, it's, oh, in New Jersey, by the way, where 59% of residents want to leave the state, uh, they're going to use COVID relief funds to pay for the author, to pay the author of the 1619 project. Why don't we spend that money on, on security guards, armed guards, for, you know, retired police and military, and put them in our schools? Why don't we do that first? I think that might be a little more important than and teaching issues uh, of cultural issues when especially kids can't read, write, do math, science, and simple computer work. I mean, on the economy front today, you look at every single indicator, and it's not good. You have Fox Business pointing out sales of new family uh, homes has dropped significantly more than expected last month to the lowest level in two years as rising construction costs, home prices, rising interest rates, and supply chain woes continue to batter the industry. Anyway, the census data points out new home sales fell by 16.6%. You add that to the rising interest rates. By the way, I know people, you have no idea, everybody tried to lock in at the low rates. And many people did. And many people did. And good for you if you did. Democratic, the Democrats now, they want to blame... They want to blame the gas companies, just like they lash out at the meat industry, just like they lash out at Fox News, just like they lash out at talk radio, just like they lash out and blame Vladimir Putin, just like they lash out and blame Donald Trump. They're so intellectually lazy and take no responsibility for their horrific policies. Joe Biden's adherence to the climate alarmist religious cult and new Green Deal socialism caused most of these economic and and energy problems that we're now experiencing. But forget that part. House Democrats, they want to put a cap on gas prices. Well, guess what? Once you get to the cap part where the gas companies don't make any money, they're not going to produce any. They're not going to be able to afford it. It's ridiculous. 
Anyway, so that's what they're talking about. But the price gouging bill will become law. Like in New York, most people have no idea. Um, they have rent control laws. And there are people living in, in apartments where the open market, the free market, would, would rent that apartment for $5,000. People live in it for 800 And that's been going on for years. Why should that owner of that apartment subsidize some stranger living, you know, for next to no money? It's insanity, and it's, and it's codified by law. Americans are blaming, rightly so, Biden for the high cost of gasoline. Get this. Now we have more Americans going back to work. They're returning to the office. They're calling it lunchflation because as workers start going back into the office, now they got to pay for lunch, and the lunch that used to cost them 10 bucks is now costing them 16 bucks. I mean, even McDonald's has had to raise their prices. The place, it, this, these stores in New York, they sell $1 slice of pizza. Actually, good pizza. If, I can't eat it, but it, it's good pizza. And for a buck, you can't find those places anymore. The dollar store has become like the $1.50 store, the $2 store. As, and it's not that they want to raise their prices. They have no choice or else they have to close their doors. Sales of new homes are now plunging in April. Rising rates are, are bat battering mortgage lending companies. Baby formula makers and the FDA are trying to discuss the shortage with lawmakers. Well, this, a lot of government intervention caused all of this. It's, you know, Americans don't know what to do. One in five Americans want to change jobs next year. You know, and, and what's Joe doing? By the way, there was one interesting exchange. Uh, it was Dana Perino... I forget who she was interviewing at the time, um, because it's so difficult. Everything that's going on. How do you? What do you do if you if you have kids and you have a, a baby short uh, formula short? What are you supposed to do at that moment? Anyway, the supply chain issues are worsening. You know, look at look at this great country of ours. We can keep our we keep, we're the United States of America. How did we run out of COVID tests last Christmas? How is that possible? How is there a shortage of availability for monoclonal antibodies in the middle of a pandemic? Especially, you know, or Plaxavid, which is the antiviral medicine, which we're going to talk about with two doctors. There, there is a massive wave of, of the virus going on right now, and it's all over the country. And I know because my phone is ringing off the hook. And Linda, what am I telling everybody? Call your doctor and ask about antivirals and monoclonal antibodies. That's right. And the one of choice now for this particular variant is the Eli Lilly version. Well, um, it really should just be whatever your doctor thinks is best for your Whatever your doctor body. thinks is best. It, it seems to be more contagious, less lethal. This is Omicron 2.0 or BA2 as they call it. But, you know, we're living in very difficult, troubled times. The worst part of all of this, all of it was preventable. All of this was preventable. All of it is fixable, except they're too stubborn to ever want to fix it. The answer would be to go back to the Trump policies that worked, that brought us record job growth. Operation Warp Speed in the middle of a pandemic nobody saw coming. And he, and he got that we never ran out of ventilators. You know, we got all the, we got three vaccines at the end of the day. We have monoclonal antibodies at the end of the day. A lot of good was done. Why doesn't Joe warp speed the production of baby formula it's a lot easier less complicated than warp speeding the production of a ventilator i can tell you that
More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.